listening to Evolve with Nicolette, a bad bitch healing. So welcome to the Evolve with Nicolette podcast. I have a very special guest with me today. I feel like I've had her on my wish list for a while. So I'm so glad that we are finally getting this on and pop in. So my special guest is a CEO, a business coach, a digital nomad, on top of being a fabulous Latina woman, okay? Now, when I mean digital nomad, the world is her home. And if you're not already following her on IG, you need to start right now because no one on your stories is doing it like Dulce. Every month, she lives in a new country, exploring and adventuring, evolving and documenting it all on with her growth and on top of running a successful business only a year and a half ago right do I have the Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago she was in her mom's basement which is mind-blowing to me because I remember (laughs) that move welcome Dulce Toscano to the podcast thank you so much for having me I'm so excited to be here I'm so excited we were finally able to make this happen yes I have like that wasn't even a hard intro to write girl because that was like that's real time for me. Like, I'm excited <laughs> for this. It's a wild to think that, like, yeah, you were with you were like were witnessed the entire move, and like we met while I was building the business in my mom's garage. Girl, like probably towards the end, right? So I yeah. kinda, I wanna kind of get into that, but first I wanted to do some rapid fire questions. First answer as best as you can um, from the top of your head. Okay. So here's some rapid fires just so that people could get to know you a little better. What is your favorite country so far? I know. That is like asking a mother who her favorite child is. Um, I'm going to say Mexico City. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, what has been your least favorite trip, aka home so far out of your travels in the past year and a half? Ooh, I wish these this wasn't a rapid fire. I could have went like, why? What happened? Um, what's one country you should have lived at a little longer and extended your stay? Peru. Oh, you're pretty minimal about your luggage and things. So what's one thing you regret leaving behind or selling? I wish I could bring like my black heeled with rhinestone boots. Oh, <laughs> Are they somewhere or are they like... They are. They're in storage, um, you know, because I lived in New York for six years. So I wore all black for like a big part of my life. Um, And I love shoes. And I think like being a minimalist and like living out of two suitcases permanently is an adjustment for sure. That is the one part that always like mind boggles me about the whole thing. It gives me anxiety when I just see your little carry on and your check-in bag and it's like how does she do it like how does she do that because my carry-on purse is not even the legal size when I go on a plane Um, (laughs) okay and then the last one a motto that you live by so either an affirmation or something that keeps you going a phrase that you come back to every time I don't chase I attract what belongs to me will simply find me found that via a friend who found it via TikTok, but it has been just game changing. Uh, it's so good. Now, just, this is definitely not in my notes. One of the biggest things that I love about your prog, like your evolution 
is that a lot of it is manifestation and like you'll say things and then a couple weeks later you're doing them and I'm very like I see that in your story now you're not like a manifestation coach so it's not something that you're saying all the time but baby I see it (laughs) I hear it and it's probably the one of the reasons why the alignment is so good because I like you're just a living example of we're not chasing we're attracting Mm -hmm. because a lot of times too is that I love in your stories you're talking about the bad shit that's happening to you too like Mm -hmm. the not so pretty moments the not so aesthetic moments and how you're like overcoming them and then just kind of like going with the flow because a lot of times you're like oh well like let's just see what else is happening and then you'll post the next like couple stories later like oh but this beautiful thing just happened to me or like you know a gem or you met someone nice like the uber driver was nice or some or something you know um and I appreciate that when um you're sharing in your stories um it's been really inspiring watching you and you mentioned that you did a podcast recently the yo quiero dinero podcast Mm -hmm. so shout out to her we love her but you said that you didn't even recognize your old self from that interview anymore so can you kind of take us through how life abroad has attributed to your evolution Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's so funny because I think I sent that out in my um in my email newsletter, but it's just one of those things where right now my life I'm remembering it in periods as that are in relation to what country I was living in. And when I recorded that podcast episode with Yo Quiero Dino with Janice, um I was in Egypt at the time and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Egypt, that was I mean, since Egypt, it's already been Spain and Portugal, and now I'm in um, Sarajevo in Bosnia and Herzegovina. I'm headed to Serbia next. I'm like, so much has happened. I'm already a different person. And I think that's been one of the, I think that's been one of the most incredible things about this like evolution has been with every country that I move to, because I move about every six to eight weeks. I am faced with new challenges. I am faced with a new a new language barrier. I am essentially starting over in like all areas of life almost every six to eight weeks outside of the business from, you know, a new Airbnb apartment. As soon as I get to my, my new place, I find my local coffee shop, my local gym. I find my local grocery store. I everything is like a starting over and every time I start over just brings a new set of challenge which requires all of this growth and like self-reflection of like okay we're getting hit with a new challenge today how are we going to face it how are we going to handle it how are we going to react to it because it's kind of like a start over every six to eight weeks do you feel like you're on this like on this path where it's just like super fast or does it feel like it's slow sometimes um it's both it's both you know it's fast and that I am constantly moving I move every Mm -hmm. six to eight weeks but I've also realized that that's a pretty good pace for me because even though the the travel part of my life is is 
constantly go, 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 and I'm experiencing Mm. new things. I'm also living in these countries as a local as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So I do sit and enjoy the moments and sit at a cafe and make friends with the servers and with the locals and go out on adventures. And there are days where I just Netflix and chill. I'm not constantly out and about. I'm literally, I'm living like my life day to day, my hobbies and what I do outside of work and my extracurricular activities just happen to be exploring a new country a new culture making new friends seeing new experiences eating new food doing wild things um so it is a little bit of both I think I have found that like happy medium but I will say like I think from self-growth has been able to go twice as fast because of that constant starting over Oh, okay. So totally love that you said that leads me to my next question. So the healing portion is also like, you don't really say it, right? You're just kind of just living and showing it on Instagram, which I appreciate very, very much. So that part of the healing, how does younger Dulce feel now that you're living this life? Oh my gosh. So child dulce this is the absolute dream um you know when you are a child of of immigrants and you're Mm -hmm. i'm the daughter of an immigrant parent immigrant mexican mother um my parents traveled out of necessity they traveled to save their lives they traveled to find better opportunity Growing up as a kid, there was a few times where we were able to go and drive back to Mexico, and it was a three-day road trip in a van. I have five siblings, parent, driver. It was, like, not a fun thing. It was, it, it travel wasn't as, like, this luxury thing, like, you know, and me getting able to do what I do now. Um, I also, we, the way that I grew up in my upbringing too, like we didn't have a lot. And so it was one of those things where I just always knew that I had to see more things. I was always curious. I wanted to know more, see more, do more, be everywhere. I felt really sort of like, almost like held back. And I feel like for me, my lamp, my love language is freedom and freedom in all ways, shapes, and form. And in the way that I'm living my lifestyle right now, where I don't know where I'm gonna be living three months from now, I only stay three months ahead in terms of the countries that I'm going to be living in. And I love it that way. I don't know when I'm, if I'm ever gonna stop being fully nomadic. I'm 15 months in and I have zero desire to stop. But the fact that I have that choice and that my business has given me that freedom of choice is, the inner child in me is like happy at every level. <laughs> and and that and I love that because I don't know if you've seen the trend that's happening or the trending sound that's saying about as a first generation, you know, um child of immigrant parents, sometimes we hold ourselves back because we feel the guilty, we feel guiltiness of like leaving them and having these experiences and traveling abroad. Um, But that's exactly what they came here for was for a better life. How does that, does, do you feel that way sometimes? Cause yeah, as a first generation child, I feel the same, like, Oh yeah. The guilt totally sets in. Like, do I deserve this? The worthiness? How does that feel for you? Oh, absolutely. I it's, 
it's something that I'm still working through, to be honest. It's not something that I have an answer for, but I absolutely like constantly find myself and like I like I wish I could give these experiences to to my mother and I'm doing this and at the same time I, I do need to remember that I am you know the business that I'm building the generational wealth that I'm intentionally creating is going it's all for her and it's all for my family and it's another reason why I'm so intentional about sharing so much on my stories specifically in non-social media is because I I've got all of my siblings to create social media accounts just so that they could follow along for the journey so the reason why I'm so detailed is because I want my siblings to feel like they're traveling with me I want my mom to experience as much as she can even if it just through that lens for now because that's the only way that we're able to do it but the inner guilt that does come with that is something that I am continuously you know, working on, I'm not going to sit here and say like that I've fully healed that or it doesn't come up because it absolutely does. Um, and I'm able to, this is one of my ways of honoring like all of the sacrifices that my mom did make for me was me being able to see the world and share that experience with her. And I talk to my family every, every Sunday, you know, they are a big part of my life and it they've now become so much more support. They've become very supportive of, of my lifestyle, but it definitely doesn't go without saying that there isn't still lingering guilt that's there from just our, our culture. Did you get any like, kind of like talk back from your mom of like, oh, you shouldn't do this. Like when you're living at home and you're preparing because the preparation, I remember seeing the end part of that of I'm leaving. I got to sell all my stuff. And I got to go. One of the biggest things for me was like, what's your mom saying? Like, (laughs) like talking you out of it? Is she like, you know, is she supportive? Like, what was your, because in your siblings, where do you lie? Are you in the middle? Are you the oldest? I'm the second oldest. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm the eldest daughter, but the second oldest out of five. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my mother and I have sort of been through this journey before. Um, I have just always been been a very just a bold courageous like I want something I'm going to sort of go for it I've manifested so many things without even realizing it it wasn't much until much later but um so when the first time that we really went through this was I as you know like as I had mentioned like I you know being a child of immigrant you know this one path to success like the American dream is get the good grades go to so you can get into a good school so that you can get a really good job and climb that corporate ladder and so that was my path and so I was like a straight A student and I did all of the things I was supposed to and I was able to get into a good school and my dream was to like travel just go somewhere different and experiencing something new and you know that was kind of unheard of in our culture like you didn't leave the house until you were married right like like you like and so for me to want to leave for college was a big deal for my mom and long story short I ended up staying back and going to a local university for her and for my family and it really drove a wedge between us created some resentment and was the first time that like not only did she just realize that I am just a different child I want different things I want really big grandiose things and those look like traveling the world um 
And so it really forced us to have this really hard conversation, um, but very honest conversation about while we are Mexican and she may have been raised with those cultures and those values and those beliefs, like she also brought us to the U.S. And so we're being raised in these two cultures and navigating both and trying to be from here and from there at the same time while growing up and you know and I told her I was like this is a totally normal thing to, for, for kids do this they they leave their states and go to a different state for college it's not an uh, like it's not unnormal but it was kind of like an unheard of so I ended up staying back and that built some resentment led us to having a really honest conversation where she just really realized that this is just who I am and so I, I uh, this is what I need to be and so I finished up my four years staying in the locals where I grew up um, before I got the opportunity as soon as I graduated I was able to get a role in New York City a city I have never been to I didn't know a single person and I'm from Idaho so from Idaho to New York it's almost like completely moving abroad full culture shock and I told her I was like I I am doing this and I need you to know that like whether you support me or not, I'm moving forward, but I would prefer your support. And, you know, she 100% like supported me. I know that was really hard for her. Um, but that was the first time that I actually sold my entire life, packed up two things in two suitcases, similar to what I'm living right now, actually. And I moved to New York, not knowing a single person, never having been to that city, ended up moving there and living there for the next six years and maintained a minimalist lifestyle. Because when that happened, where I the company had phoned me out for an interview and by the time I landed I had the job I was just like if this can happen to me once it can happen again and that really like that was one of those pivotal moments that since then I have become almost a minimalist um not to the extreme that I'm currently living my life but very close to where I've always lived in a way where if anyone calls me tomorrow and they're like we need you to pack up and move to whatever country in the world, I'm ready to go. And I've always just had that. Girl, and the, you know what? The part that gets me is when you call yourself a minimalist. It's just your stuff because the, you are grandiose in your personality and everything else. Okay. And that it's, that is beautiful. I love that. I love how you stuck to your guns that is the chingona part of us right and just yeah. keep on going and like this is what you wanted because when you're talking about like the pushback from your mom I'll, I'll hear like that phrase of you know like that's not how we do things or that's not you know in in spanish it hits different right but mm -hmm. like uh like it's just so beautiful and i love it because there's so many stories of the people that just gave in to what their parents wanted for sure. And, you know, one of the conversations that I did have to have with with her, and it was really funny, because like, it was a light bulb moment for her, where I was like, I was like, she was like, I just don't know where you get it from this, like, wanting to, like, not live with your, like, be by your family. And like, I was like, Mom, you moved to another country by yourself, started over were a single parent of five children in the country where you didn't even speak the language and hustled your way and raised us to become the humans that we are. Where do you think I get it from? <laughs> yes. Right? They yeah. are like, our parents are like the hardest working people that like that, everything that they did, like I'm a product of that. Mm. 
oh, I want to just sit in that for a second. Like, I am a product of that. So good. So, so good. I know a lot of people are going to relate to this because I have a lot of first generation, a lot of second generation who listen to the podcast. And it's always that. What are people going to say? What's my, I can't do that. My mom's not going to, my mom's going to freak out. She won't let me, you know, uh, a lot of, a lot of things so relatable and thank goodness you didn't give in because 15 months it feels so much longer than that right no I like yeah I'm like oh it's been okay 15 months like I could see myself doing this for a long long time (laughs) oh my god and I love that and I girl yes and take us with you (laughs) yes 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 also too if you're not following Dulce I want you to understand it's it's an account like no other because I feel like when I follow business coaches or any type of coaching, there's a lot of hustle talk around it. You'll talk about the rest. You'll talk about the reflection. You'll talk about the evolution. You'll talk about the days where you're just doing nothing. And I appreciate all of that. The biggest part that I appreciate is like the, you know, kind of not forcing down our throats, like the hustle part Mm. of it. You're enjoying your life on top of having this career and business that you're making for yourself. And I appreciate that so much, especially as a Latina woman, because it's, we got to go, you got to give a ganas, you got to go, 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 go. And there's just times where you're just like, I felt like doing nothing today. And I just relax. What, how are you intentional about rest? Mm. I have to remember that I'm here to build a sustainable business for the long run that's making a greater impact than myself. I'm just one person. My mission is bigger than me. The lives that I am here to impact are much bigger than me. Therefore, if I'm here for the long haul, I've got to take care of myself. And the way that that shows up is in in my self-discipline, in including rest, right? If I have gone nonstop, it like a simple example of that can be like, you know, I can create a new offer or a training, but if I am burnt out, if I am creating it um, without having had rest in my, if I'm creating it because the focus is money and hustle, it's not going to create the transformation for my clients that like it would if I was coming from a place of abundance and rest and self and taking care of myself as a person. You know, it's an old saying and it's cliche, but it's there for a reason. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Your clients will not receive the transformation if you are not able to give them 100%. And I always come back to that is, who do my clients need me to be? What type of coach do my clients need me to be? And if this is the type of person and client, or like this is what it is that I need to be to grow this business that I want to, then why am I not doing everything I can to make sure that I am at peak performance by taking care of myself and rest, including sleep and drinking water and moving my body and getting some sunshine and laughing and doing nothing and doing some things and reading and Netflixing. I'm a huge Marvel's nerd. Those are the things that bring me joy. It's got to be all encompassing. And could I sit here and hustle 24 seven and maybe be making a little bit more than I am. Sure. But that's not the life that I'm here to build. And also that's not sustainable. And I'm here to help my clients be able to build the business life that they want while also living the life that they want. 
I mean, yes, yes, and yes. The and I appreciate that part of you because a lot of people are not living their life that way. It's just go, 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 go all the time. And that's just not sustainable, like at all. And I feel like that's where the burnout comes from. And a lot of us don't know how to recover from the burnout. We're either traumatized sometimes of like, oh, that was just a lot. I don't want to go through that again. And then not getting back on the saddle, right? But it's like, if you rest without being from recovery of burnout, it's so much easier to just keep going rather than to just have to stop, start because it's so much at one time. Um, speaking of, of pivoting digital, uh, give people like an overview of what you do in your business and how you help your client. Yeah, sure, sure. And I think to understand pivoting digital, you do need to understand a little bit of the backstory and pivoting digital is the signature offer that was built during the pandemic out of my mother's garage. Um, because prior to that, I was a social media coach. Um, I had been doing social media and had found this niche in the market that had been untapped back then. Not anymore. Um, but um, I had realized that small business owners and entrepreneurs who needed someone to support them in using social media and social media management, they needed, they couldn't afford to hire a social media manager, but they, they needed someone to teach them how to do it because they were not the place where they could hire someone to do it themselves. And so um, that is where I created my first, you know, my first digital product, my first digital offer was social media, a social media course and social media coaching. And I was able to grow that and the income from social media coaching is what made it possible for me to leave my nine to five. Now, when the pandemic hit and so many small business owners, entrepreneurs were like, I, you know, if they were having to close their physical doors or unsure how to get new clients or grow their business, there was so much uncertainty and I just showed up to serve and I was creating free trainings and I was showing people basically how to do exactly what I had done with social media coaching. And that is where pivoting digital was born. What this, what, like what we do is we help take your skills, your background, your ideas. Everyone has like everyone has something that can help someone else. And so what we do is help take that, package it into an offer that then you can turn into an online offer, whether that be one-on-one -on -one coaching, a group coaching program, or an online course. And that is what Pivoting Digital um, helps you do from zero to 100, from A to Z, every step of the way with the support from myself and the coaches as you're going through the program. Yes, girl. You've helped a lot of people along the way. I mean, can you put a yeah. number on how many clients you've had so far? Off the top of my head, no, but quite a few. <laughs> quite <Yeah>. a few. <laughs> yeah, because you've done a couple of rounds of it since I've been following you. And it's mm -hmm. just, I love it. Now, as a coach and you had many clients, what's the one thing that they all have in common where they're having a hard time like, is it the limiting beliefs? What is the one thing that across the board that you noticed over this length of time that people struggle with in general? Well, the first thing to that came to mind when you said like they all have in common, the one thing that my clients all have in common is that they want to serve. They want to help other people. The one thing that holds them back is the information overload where they are overwhelmed by being told by this coach here, do this and then do that. And they're hearing they should do this. And it's so overwhelming, especially because I am really proud that pivoting digital is like 
most of the clients that go through, I am their first coach. I am their first experience, in, experience within the online coaching space. So I take that so seriously and I want to give all of my clients the best experience. And what we do is take that overwhelm and break it down into simple step-by-steps that they're able to do and implement and see results from without the overwhelm of the shiny object syndrome of, well, what if I do that? Or what if I do this? Or what if I do that? And it's like, let's get clear on your big idea, see it all the way through and get see those results so that you're excited. Because when someone gets that first sale, oh, I want to do that again. And oh, I want to do that again. Oh, and I can do that even more times and more. And look at now how many people I'm serving and look at the difference that I'm making and the lives that I'm changing. Yes, girl. Thank you so much for that. Oh, it's it's beautiful to hear that because a lot of us get stuck in analysis paralysis and don't know how to ever get out of it. And that's definitely something to help with that for sure. So check out Pivoting Digital when (laughs) you can. I'm telling you, you need to follow her on Instagram because the journey is beautiful. Um, Even if you're not an entrepreneur, it's just something beautiful to watch. And to see you as a brown woman doing Mm -hmm. this across (laughs) the world, it just really lights my soul on fire. Like, not going to lie. Like, I'm cheering for you when you you. get there. I'm cheering for you when you're doing all the things, girl. Like, I'm the one when you do, like, Q&As, I'm asking, like, the stupid girl. Like, (laughs) what's the dating life? Like, I want to hear all the tea. Like, (laughs) so it's like, people have, like, business questions for you. And I'm like, girl, where, like, what's happening on the dating apps? <laughs> but I just want to say thank you so much for being here. For Before I let you go, can you let people know where they could find you um, and where they could follow the journey and then how to get in touch with you as a coach? Yeah, for sure. Honestly, the best way is to connect with me on Instagram at Toscano. Um, My stories is honestly where it's at because that is where I share all like the day-to-day travel experiences, the business, the growth, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of the things. And that's also where you are welcome to reach out. Pivoting Digital is if you're wanting to work together, if you're wanting to turn your idea into income, if you're wanting to learn how to package that and just start a side hustle to eventually become full-time whatever that looks like for you um reach out that's that is the best place is via via instagram thank you so much for being here it's been a pleasure i i can't wait to meet up with you in person because i might take you up on that mexico city trip let's let's do it let's manifest that um i'm here for it keep on doing all the things keep on living your best life because there's a lot of us who are out here cheering for you (laughs) and I just can't wait to see what like the next year brings and then the year after that and the year after that it's just so beautiful and I hope you keep on sharing thank you so much for being with us today I'll talk to you next time thanks for having me bye Thank you for listening to today's episode. Before you go, please subscribe to my podcast, Evolve with Nicolette, leave a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me keep the good stuff coming. Also, if you'd like to sponsor a future episode, please DM me on Instagram at Evolve Nicolette or email evolvenicolette at gmail.com. Thank you so, so much. See you next time.